0: Tip. Good afternoon, it is October 24th, 2022, you're listening to a little column A, little column B, hosted by Will Levinos and co-hosted by Zach Bishop, how are you doing today, buddy?
1: What is going on, Will? I am doing fantastic, we are one week into the NBA season, and the Celtics are the best team, and the Lakers are the worst team, stop the count, stop the season, Give it, get the championship away, give uh, the Lakers their first round pick, oh wait, they have to swap with... The Pelicans, make them swap right now. Let's go.
0: Man, I can't believe the hate that is coming out of this. It's as if you have just been waiting your entire life for the Lakers to be a mess. They, they like they haven't been, They when one year, they've been a disaster kind of every year since, and for at least most of our lifetime. I mean, the, the Kobe Shaq stuff was a long, long time ago. But that being said, the Boston Celtics look great. I'm really not going to feed it into this Laker talk. There's There's nothing there. There's nothing there that we don't already know. We're all just reiterating stuff that we knew coming into the season, stuff that we knew comparative to every other team in the West, that this was going to be a rough year for them. Now, you sent me the the shot, the the three-point percentage chart of the league earlier based on percentage and attempts, and it's almost as if the, the Lakers understand how to play basketball. They just can't do it. They're shooting a proper amount of threes. They're shooting a just I, – I, what's the worst word you could think of to describe 21%? From the three-point lane for professional basketball players,
1: it's like, not good. There's, uh, there's, a, there's has a harder word than that to address it.
0: <laughs> it's rough. It's it's not uh, good. Do you think there's any hope of actually changing this with this current roster as is?
1: I I just don't see what you could change to you, you, what, you, what adjustments you could make, or whether it's all right I'll try to play this guy more or this guy less. It's you, you got a bunch of athletes uh, around LeBron, but you're really LeBron LeBron LeBron's the athlete you need shooters around him we've known this for a long time the best way to do it is to get guys that you know three and D's just a whole bunch of them and go with that route and Polinka just very calmly said I am not going to do that but here's my hot take for you the Lakers starting 0-3 and looking this terrible I mean there are there are graphs there are videos there's no positives coming out of Lakerland right now my hot take this is not good if you don't like the Lakers like me. You know, they're, they're, they're going too bad. You know, they got a rough schedule coming up. If they go, like, too terrible, I mean, LeBron's going to force something drastic to happen. You know, we all think it's going to be Russell Westbrook. I assume that's what it's going to be, but it could be way faster, way just crazier than we uh, than we expect. So, you know, I think they might be getting too bad too fast. Do
0: you want to know what I've been doing to the Lakers? It's, it's not even – like, I understand the – the opponent thing that you have to them, that they're, they're the Lakers, you're a Boston fan, blah, 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 all of that. I, I, I'm more disappointed of just the poor basketball decisions they've made. So now every time I see an ex Laker make a three, I just clap a little bit being like, yeah, see Kuzma could have, you had him could have kept him, you know, Josh Hart. Oh yeah. Traded him for Anthony Davis. Yeah. Could have had him, bet he could make a quarter three. So it's more of every time I see one of these players have success on these other teams that I think about, well, they had all these guys, they got rid of all these guys. And it wasn't just the Anthony Davis trade. There was a, you know LeBron doesn't rebuild kind of trade, and there, there was a LeBron doesn't you know work with young guys kind of thing. And it's, it's you know he's in such a win now situation. This is what happens when you're constantly at a win now. This is what happens at the end of a win now. LeBron has managed to bail on every team in the post win now moves of his of his choice. He, you know he's had control every t- everywhere he's gone, and it's been great. But this is what the end of the finish line looks when you just haven't built anything for the future. This this has no this has no future. There's, there's nothing to build around here. There's nothing to say, hey, maybe this will develop into that. Because this is it. This is all overdeveloped at this point. And it's at the point where the appreciation, the depreciation for Westbrook is 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 gone. There isn't anything. The car has fallen off the cliff. It's on fire. It doesn't work anymore. The engine's broken. And he doesn't get along with his teammates. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. And I don't know what they're going to do with it. There's no other team willing to sign up with it either. I heard that there were certain teams that were like, well, we just want to send him home. And they're like, well, he doesn't want that at all. Like, he he, he, want, he wants to play. He wants to go out and prove blah, 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 and all this. And no team thinks he can do that except for him. So it's going to be a matter of him accepting that to actually move on, as well as another team accepting whatever they have to give up to get this. I mean, that is a huge rebuild to be trading for this. On the flip side of that, maybe this is the ultimate tanking move here. You know, we'll just blow up the entire team. We'll bring in Westbrook. We'll lose every single game. He'll have a triple-double all the time and we'll have one for next year, and Westbrook will ship on somewhere else. Is, is that an awful plan?
1: I I just it, – it, it baffles me, and I think it's just one of those things, and we'll probably get into, into it when we start talking football. Just there's just, like, certain things that I know and just seen stuff for a while, and with Westbrook, just, like, he is still, like, a really good athlete. It's like if you were to like line up a bunch of guys, it's like that guy knows how to play basketball. Like th- this guy, like has to be able to help in some sort of situation, but repeatedly, it's like he doesn't help the the winning part of it. And it, 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 coming down uh, yesterday's game against the against the Trailblazers, they're up by one with a 10-second difference in the shot clock, and with twenty one seconds on the, like remaining, he just takes a. A, a two point shot. Like it wasn't going to the hoop. And later on, he said he was looking, I think no, it must've been a little more than, than 21 seconds left. Cause he, he said he was good looking to do a two for one. And it definitely was a two for one opportunity. But I think in most of those situations, you run the clock down. Cause it's more about the time than a two for one at the end of the game. So. I mean, there's, like I said before, there's graphic videos, there's video of LeBron and AD up at the top. Both of them, with their hands up, and then when they see Westbrook shoot it, just kind of this—oh, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, wh- what? All right, <laughs> that, th- that's not what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to run all the time down.
0: But that—that that part right there, the media has chosen to run with it as if they're like actually just mad at Westbrook, and I'm sure they are. But they're much more mad that I think that they were just crossing over half court. This is a very critical possession, and someone on their team has decided to move on with the offense without both of them. At a most critical point in the game, that's just can we run anything? Can we do anything? We're coming. We're just creating over half court. There's no reason to be like, oh, I guess these guys don't want this. I guess, I guess I'll just go with it. the The, the logic behind that has got to be the most frustrating part of it. Now, if he makes the shot, I, I'm sure they're still not happy about it because it was that. But it was it's, there's a way to miss a shot, and there's the way he missed it. <laughs> it had no.
1: Westbrook is the I'm gonna is gonna call it the 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 spearhead where it's easy to sit point to him and go, hey, he's shooting 9% from three, he's shooting 20-something percent from the floor, absolutely ice cold. But if you look at the other guys, even LeBron, at what their shooting percentages are, it's not good. So I think Westbrook is probably the worst, and it's just the easiest one of, hey, we were kind of expecting him not to be good, so this is just confirming all of our priors. But I mean, I, th- there was one of Anthony Davis uh, getting the ball in the corner, Nurk, turning, seeing who had it, was not concerned at all about him being wide open, didn't put a hand up, didn't even take a step towards him, just spun around, went to go get a, uh, a rebound. He couldn't even get the rebound because Davis hit it off the back of the backboard.
0: It might be over for Davis. I don't know what that turns into. I don't know where it goes from here, but if this is the decline and this is the guy they've got, man, they're lucky they got one ship and that it was in the bubble this isn't this doesn't seem like a guy I already said that this wasn't a guy I'd really want to build a future around purely based on health nothing on skill set but the skill set of this current health status is not very good this isn't a dominant player this isn't a player both Westbrook and Davis seem to not use all of their athletic ability to do anything beneficial beyond taking difficult shots like why don't why aren't they good defenders anymore wherever or you know why That's, that shouldn't be hard you're really athletic you're faster you're stronger than all these other guys as well as you have such an offensive mindset i that has to help maybe stop other guys with that same mindset like you, you know the secrets you know the sauce on the other side just 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 a little little bit there but there, there is a thing here this is a bad team we spent way too much talking time talking about a bad team there are so many good teams There are so many good players returning zion's back minnesota's doing crazy things I don't know which one you want to talk about first. I've got a whole bunch of teams here listed out. You mentioned Boston. Let's talk about the positive stuff, all right? Not, not negative stuff. I don't want okay. to. I don't want to destroy it, but Boston's awesome. The Warriors are awesome. They're just awesome. Well,
1: you know, Boston, uh, like I said, they have the uh, the best record, tied with how you know we we all predicted with the uh, Utah Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers.
0: And <laughs> Utah in Portland. I, I, all right, so I wrote down all these teams. I have I have teams that I said these teams are good. These teams I'm hitting the panic button on. These teams are better than I expected, and then these are the teams I think you should watch. One of the teams I've so far the teams I think you should watch are the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors, and the Orlando Magic. Those are, those are the three teams I think in the in the NBA you should the be watching 0-3 right
1: 3 now. Three Orlando Magic.
0: I, I dude, I like I've watched all zero in three games. I, I just there's there's something there. I imagine the expectations next year. If the, if the Orlando Magic don't make the playoffs next year, something went completely wrong. Because I I see it. I see it. I've already seen it. Three games. I see it. Could you do you not see it? I see it. And you're gonna chat relatively to
1: this? relatively close games. I'm of course uh, keeping an eye on well one. Their first game was like one of like the first uh, games of that full slate of, of of games. So I was keeping an eye on that and uh, Ben Caro who you said you didn't think was going to be uh, able to get on the floor. It seems like he uh, has very much said, I am on the NBA court and I'm going to be here for a long time. He uh, absolutely posterized. Who was that on the, on the Pistons who put his heels on the, on, on the line. He thought he he was still in college or something. And Ben Carroll said, I'm going all the way over you. That was one of the, one of the first, uh, you know, first week. And that could be, be dunk of the year right there.
0: My bigger concern wasn't necessarily a skill set with him. It was more of they have a lot of guys that thought were going to play the same position, and I didn't think they were all going to be able to play at once. And yet somehow I, I like the way they all play at once. I think this is great. Franz and him that that works. I like that. That's a threatening thing. And I like that he has a little bit of flexibility of being maybe fast enough and more athletic enough to play a three, but probably strong enough to switch on to a four if he had to. I think a five is a bit much, but I, I like what I see. There's, there's a fearlessness that you have to have, and I think some of these guys in the past have had this irrational rookie confidence, but there's also just like a, a calmness to him of letting the game come and not really feeling the need to go out and prove to everyone everything he's capable of. It's just all happening very naturally, and, and that's just a flow that I think everyone's going to fit in so nicely around him. I think he has the right pieces already there, and they play hard, and he plays hard. This, I, I like Orlando. I think they're worth watching. I don't know if I think you're, you're going to see a lot of wins. I
1: I think I had said that uh, they were they were, were going to lose a lot of games, but I couldn't remember if my argument was they were going to be fun to watch or if they were going to be fun for me to watch because they had uh, Ben Carroll.
0: It's more than just him, though. I, I like the – they have they have guards that play really hard. They have a whole bunch of you – know, And that's where uh, the Stugs and Fultz
1: uh, still hurt right now.
0: Well, you're going to throw those guys in the mix, and I think they're going to fit in really well. I, I, I like Orlando. I could talk about Washington and – or Washington. The Warriors and, and the Celtics all day. They're so good. The Warriors are so good. The depth on that is an unbelievable. The The fact they got everybody showing up every game playing hard and still caring and really feeling like they got to go out and prove something, because it really doesn't matter. And they don't have anything to prove, and I think there's some other teams out here you can see that are, aren't playing like they have anything to prove, and, and they're really getting taken advantage of by these teams that are just showing up every night. Uh, All right, any teams you... Who are the good teams for you right now? Did I already list them all off, like, or... Or is there someone you you want to watch other than Orlando?
1: I, I mean, an easy one. You only only played two games. They were in uh, some some prime time uh, slots. Uh, the the Bucks, you know, they still still have Giannis. Uh, you know, gotta gotta keep an eye out for 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 him. But uh, let, let's see, let's see who else. Uh, well. <laughs> Pelicans lost last night in overtime and sounds like Ingram's got a concussion and Zion fell from pretty high up on his back and it's just kind of, I'm sure they're going to ease him back in. So that's that, that, that's disappointing, but they were off to a, to a nice start.
0: I have some concerns for the Pelicans, but it's it's only three games in. So they're not real concerns. It's just more of I thought they would be a little bit more. I thought the chemistry would be a little bit more together. But, you know, a lot of these guys truly haven't played together a whole lot and haven't played in NBA games together a lot. There, there has to be a difference. There's definitely a, a correlation. Plus, the, the rest of the league is really good this year, and I think they're getting used to the adjustments of these other teams as well. I, I think some teams are, are being shocked by, like, oh, wow, they have this? They do that now? With This guy's here? And, and that's that's playing with a lot of the, the ups and downs of the season so far. I I also think we're so early in the season that they're, they're still <laughs> – nobody knows they're for sure tanking. Like the teams you just listed, right? Like Utah,
1: they—they're going to be a tanking team. But- I put Utah on my list of teams you—you uh, got to watch if just for the Kelly Olynyk show. I mean, they got a bunch of like. If you are a very very casual NBA fan, you're gonna put that team on and go. I don't know any of these guys, but if you have like been around for a little bit and you're just you know you're more than a casual, just like the list of guys that they have is just oh oh this guy's on the on the Jazz now and they got they got some young guys and. I, I have to imagine that, you know, I don't know if it's going to be one week or if it's going to be two weeks, and it's like, hey, the uh, Jazz are on a six-game losing streak. But, I mean, for right now, they, get, they got some some real guys there that are not G League guys. They're, they're, they're basketball. They're NBA players.
0: I feel bad for anyone who saw Mike Conley play the last couple of years and the way he's played the last three games. He looks as healthy as he's been since Memphis. It's, I, ho- I hope he can keep it up. His defense looks good. Everything looks better. There's an underdog look who, attitude this uh, look who team they sure.
1: beat as well. They beat the nuggets uh, at the Timberwolves and at the Pelicans. And for sure last night, uh, you know, two starters got hurt for the Pelicans and it was an overtime, but those are three teams that we're expecting to be in the Western conference playoffs. So it's not like you went in and you, OKC had chase it. And then you played the rockets and there's a bunch of young guys. And you know, you're just, the, these are going to be teams that are above 500 at the end of the year.
0: Denver's a funny team. The the they have this they have the easiest guy to play basketball with in the whole in the whole league, and yet they have so many really ball hog isolation guys surrounded in him that aren't very good cutters, and then some of them really are. Like like Bruce Brown, excellent cutter. It, you can already see it over there. It flows within the, the, the offense, it's great. And, and then you get guys like like Highland Bones and uh, Michael Porter Jr. Incredible skill set could probably score in the right offense, no problem. But this is an easy offense where we don't need to take tough shots. You just you keep moving, just pass the ball, make your wide open threes. It, it's all, it's all gonna come. It's, it's all gonna be there. But they, they, are not really trusting each other a whole lot there. The, 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 Golden State game was a, was a good showing for them. But the game prior to that, uh, the Utah one that you mentioned was, was an ugly game. I didn't like the way they played. It, it looked like Jokic was, was trying to have faith in these guys, and they just kept letting him down. One by not giving him the ball back, which seems crazy too. That he's somehow become like the third option at, at times in this offense. It's like, hey, how many how many MVPs do I need here for you to pass me the ball? Like, do I do I need to say this? Do I how, do I need to even put my hand up? Let's 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 get the MVP <laughs> I'm the, the guy. Ball. All right, nobody even knows who you are or your name. All right, you barely got drafted in fantasy this year. Let's get the ball to Jokic. Let, let's let's do that a little bit more. The Pelicans are a strange wood as well. I, they're gonna figure it all out. Minnesota is a team I definitely want to talk about. I think this team is capable of winning every single ugly game in the league, and they're going to make it ugly. The, the rebounding ability of this team, of just having a garbage offense with those two guys near the rim, you add in some slashing and some youth with, the, with Anthony Edwards, it's, it's a very fascinating, ugly game. Th- they're somehow dominating. Defensively, it's the same thing, too. I, I'm watching guys just trying to get rebounds of them, and they turn and they look and they're like, holy crap, there's one of these guys on each side. And they're just <laughs> massive it's, it's, it's almost just, I think there's certain rebounds in the NBA. Like Rodman was very good at this of reading and, and knowing, all right, I I should get this rebound. And I think there's some teams that have an expectation of getting these rebounds. And these guys are just already there. They're too big. They're too, they're too long. They're absolutely going to have some weaknesses in the long run. But I think for the regular season, this team is going to make a game really ugly for you hard defensively. And they're going to capitalize off these ugly games. I mean, I watched a pick and roll the other day. It's, Gobert sets a pick a pick up top for Towns. Edwards is in the corner. <laughs> Gobert rolls to the basket. It's like they throw up this awful shot, and Gobert gets the rebound because he's right there off a roll. It, it, it's very bizarre. I haven't seen anything quite like it. But maybe, maybe there's something to be said about having some, some actual size out there consistently. As well as Gobert looks really good defensively, too. I I think we've perhaps milked that a little bit and got a little tiresome with. With a lot of his defensive status after some playoff struggles but he's he's a good defender there's without a doubt there's nothing I could say take away from him he's a very good defender
1: have you, you know it's only been a you know small sample size but do you uh, know how many rebounds per game uh Rudy Gobert is averaging right now
0: I, mean, I think he had 25 the other night right so at least 18 I'd say something ridiculous like that
1: 18 on the dot well done yeah, I
0: uh, I got a podcast. I'm I'm, I'm good at this. It's, uh, it's all right.
1: 18 a game. I mean, it's sense. Like very early on, that's for sure going to go down. But he's the the next closest is Embiid with 13.3. I'll
0: I'll give Gobert that he he's ready to play this year, and it's not that he wasn't a, a lack of effort in Utah ever, but I think there was a an internal knowing we're not beating that team. In and, and this year I I don't know if he has that quite as much. He probably shouldn't, but I think it's it's gone a little bit, right? There's some hope over there. Uh speaking of big numbers, we gotta mention the Mavericks here. Putting up some uh whew, Luca. I, I didn't think this team was gonna be good. I still don't think this team's very good. Luca's just incredible. I I told you. I can't say enough nice things about a guy that his team's really not that great. I mean, I'm sure you think this Christian Wood six man thing is going to carry momentum throughout the year. Good luck. Cause there's going to be games where he has 30 and games where you wish he took 30. Sh- he didn't take 30 shots. <laughs> I, I almost feel like they're going to be cursed by some of this early success of that. That being said, if it works out, you know, maybe, maybe Christian Wood it was always the, the perfect bench player. He's not quite good enough to dominate the starters, but you know what, put him on the, the six man here and he'll, he'll work on a bench on the other team over there. And, and it's, it's, it's a break for Luca and it, it's something there, but, I don't like the guys that got around him, but maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe it really doesn't matter. Like, Who are the perfect guys you would want to put around Luka if you could just snatch a bunch of players around the league?
1: You need, that, you need guys that can defend. You don't need a you need room protector. Um, I, I, just, I, I just wonder how much do you want to go towards that James Harden model from a few years ago when he was on Houston where it was, he's going to be the offense. Just like, he does everything, and we saw how that can work in the regular season, but seems like it doesn't work so well in the postseason. So I I think it's tricky to figure out that balance of, well, we want regular season success, obviously, to get you to the playoffs and in good situations there, but to make sure you're not doing the, hey, I'm doing everything, you stand in the corner, and then during a playoff game when they go, hey, we're going to just double team you every time, or there's some sort of wrinkle, and all of a sudden these guys got to play. They're not... You know, shocked. You know, it's kind of the Spurs model of make sure what you're gonna have to do in the playoffs, you're doing during the regular season, even if you, even if it's to your detriment a little bit in the regular season.
0: What's the what's the cap on this? Like, has he reached it already? Like, do we have an expectation of Luca doing more? He got one
1: MVP before, you can say he's capped it. That's
0: that's fair. Okay, so that that's that's what's what he's going for. That's that's the next bar he can reach because I think playoff wise, he's gonna constantly hit this wall of realizing. I've had incredible playoffs already. I just need more around me. I don't think it's possible for him to do this all the way. But maybe this is a, a Tom Brady LeBron questioning sort of thing where it's like, Hey man, go 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 sit down and do your podcast. Let let the professionals do this. I'm very good at this. <laughs> So who, who I, I think
1: it's more of he's still he's still young, and so you ask like who exactly does need around him? I think he's still trying to figure that out. And the team, it's not just once you figure that out, you're able to just go, yes, this guy, this guy, this guy. It's like you no, know, you have to figure it out, and you have to get the poor man's version in some in some spots. But he's still pretty young, you know. Giannis was able to do it, but there's not a lot of teams with the best guy you know, being the youngest winning championships. It's usually an older core that realizes all the things that you have to do and really putting in i don't know if it's an effort or a smarts thing but time after time it's you have to run against that wall a handful of times before you're able to make it through it's
0: it's not easy it's 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 not easy it's not easy what he's doing either it just it feels like he's almost opted or this team has opted for him to just do with with an arm behind his back Like it's just it just seems unnecessary there's there's better teams out there that have done better roster movements for him but the success of Dallas over the last couple of years for making the moves they've made is—it's a miracle. Luka is just bail out for everything. That GM gets a pass, regardless. It's like, hey man, I got this guy on my team. It doesn't matter.
1: Yeah, remember when I—remember when I traded for him?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. You're right. You, you keep your job for life. We could have had Trey Young over here. Not that it would have been terrible, but he, we could—we wouldn't be running this offense with Trey Young. We—we we wouldn't be running this offense with DeAndre Ayton. This—this this just wouldn't work. Uh, all right. Speaking of something that is working, we're going to talk about something that's not working shortly after. I love the Toronto roster. I talked to you about this. I've been high on them to the get go. I, li- I like watching this team. I'd love this death lineup. I'm taking that name. I, I hate that the Lakers kind of created this, but I like this small ball. Warriors. Super... Yeah, all right. the Warriors did it, but I feel like the Lakers made it nameable.
1: No, For no, sure. it was definitely the Warriors. It was the Warriors when they were going on their uh, on, the- on their crazy run. I know, but don't you remember with the, the Lake- Lakers death lineup? You
0: don't remember the Lakers were like, yeah, we're going to play like LeBron at the 5 and, and uh, Kuzma at the 4 and all and all that. There was a terrible death lineup for the Lakers.
1: I don't remember them being referred to as the death lineup at all. I remember it being the Lakers and I'm trying to think, I think last year, I don't know if it was the Warriors, like last year they were No, it was a uh, they were trying to figure out the name last year for the Warriors, where it was, oh, uh, they started to call it the death lineup, but then it's like, hey, that's not, you know, appropriate, because, you know, the Warriors already had the death lineup, and that's not disrespectful, and so then they had the, uh, they, they came up with some different names, but they never really, never really stuck.
0: Yeah, anyway. it's a, uh, it's a lot less funny of a joke when I have to explain it, it's a, uh, it's okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, Denver's a good team Toronto's a good team. I like that they can play small ball. I like that they play defense. I like the youth. Siakam is for sure the re- de- real deal. I'm glad they kind of got everything ironed out in Toronto. It felt like he was going to be on the move for quite a bit there, and now that they've held on to him, this is, this is a fun team. OG's great. Scotty Barnes, former Rookie of the Year last year, he looks great. I I, I like I like what they're going. your Fred looks a little bit healthier. Trent is doing stuff. You know, there, there's another Duke guy for you. He feels like they're floating around on every team at this point and. Mm -hmm. Very, very deserving. So this is a really talented team. Very well coached. Let's throw that throw that back in there. I think that's an advantage that could really factor a whole lot here. I mean, the more close games there are, which I think the talent level in the NBA is at such an all time high that there should be, in theory, more close games, which I think should, in theory, mean better coaching is going to win these games. And I'm going to give Toronto an advantage for that. So I've enjoyed watching Toronto. Is uh, there any teams we haven't talked about that you've enjoyed watching?
1: Uh, we, I think, I think we talked about uh, all, all the ones that I've, uh, I've had in mind. Ah,
0: uh, you already did your panic button and everything. That was the Lakers.
1: No, no, panic button was not the Lakers because the Lakers I had projected weren't weren't going to make the playoffs. So for me, this isn't panic for them because this is right where I expect them. The panic meter is uh, the Philadelphia seventy sixers. Perfect. Uh, both, oh, oh, one, they're zero and three, and two. I think it was in between game two and three, uh, Embiid came out and said in the offseason he had to get shut down because of plantar fasciitis. Uh, Plantar fasciitis is never good for anyone, but anytime now your best player, your big man, is having uh, foot problems, not not good. Uh, It sure looks like Harden is back to doing Harden things, where last year there was a little bit of a stretch where people thought he just might be done. But I saw him play against the Celtics, and he hit some ridiculous uh, threes, and he is right back to – Getting you up in the air and getting you to foul and kicking his legs out and doing all of his all of his tricks. Uh, so I I don't know why they're they're zero three. I, I do. Guess, I, I guess I like, do we get it a little bit. You go against you know you're at the Celtics opening night, pretty close game. Then you lose a close one uh, to the Bucks. Bucks are going to be really good, but then you lose to the Spurs. Can't be dropping games to the Spurs.
0: They have the worst bench of the league. There are players with single players off benches that have more points than the combined total team bench of Philadelphia over three games here. It's not even close. It's it's real bad. They have like thirteen points over three games off the bench. It's it's really, really bad. You just you're not gonna win games like that. The depth isn't there. And the worst part about it is your solution then is to play your your best players, Harden, who who has a history of, you know, either taking plays off or not making it throughout the entire season health wise. And Embiid, who has even worse of a history with with just health, just general health. And you're telling me he's coming in with foot problems. Those are the worst kind. Plantar fasciitis is incredibly frustrating because there isn't anything you can do to recover faster from it beyond just nothing. You just rest. Everything else is not going to help you recover from it. The only thing that helps recover is rest. Once you recover, you can certainly rehab it and strengthen it, but once it's been damaged, it's incredibly hard to rush back. And this is not a this is not a sport or a season with the minutes that he's about to expect to play based on the bench stats I just mentioned. This is this isn't going to add up to that. The math is on the board. This this two plus two equals a problem right now. This is not going to work. I'm worried for I've this. Uh,
1: I've I've been really surprised. You mentioned you mentioned their bench that uh, Thibel is not even in the rotation. Yeah, he's uh, Yeah, where I, he was definitely in the, in the rotation in the past. I just didn't I, I didn't think that his shooting would be so atrocious that it would offset how good his defense is where it's like you you legitimately can't have him out there. I I think he came out maybe maybe for one or two plays against the Celtics. And I think the announcers even said that, yeah, it should be nice if he could hit some shots because they could use a a bigger defender to put on Tatum and they just, they couldn't. And I I don't know. Yeah. I'm seeing he's averaging 1.3 minutes and like Go back, like, to Westbrook a little bit. It's like, well, you see him putting up the shots. Like, could you give him a little bit more run to see? Is it this atrocious? Uh, or can he kind of make up for it? Maybe get some steals and some fast breaks or, or, or something. I just can't imagine that he, he's just toast and just done. He's, he's still, still super young. Well, can we have the argument that all the guys that were supposed to be able
0: to shoot that played over him have, like, 13 points over three games? So is that any be- is that's not worse than the is it the Theibel could do that he could no, miss every shot and you, you know you know for sure he can play defense I, I i i'm with you i think we'll see a change there i'm a little concerned i don't think i'm not sure james harden is a huge doc rivers fan and this this is gonna end poorly for doc this is gonna end quickly too i, I how bad does this need to get before we start saying all right is doc on the hot seat already I think it's Let's, heading uh, that way. I like, mean, who who'd, who would you replace them with? I, it has nothing to do with – look, half the time they fire these coaches has nothing to do with that. There's not even a, a focus on the future when they do it. It's just but more of, we need a, to do if, a shakeup if for the this organization
1: team. organization does that, it's short-sighted.
0: For sure. For sure. I, I think it is. But I, I also see that this team has an expectation. There's already some rough dock history – of, of not necessarily getting to where they want to get, and now the window may be closing, and they may just put it all on him. It's completely unfair. I disagree with it strongly, but it's the conversation's going to happen if it hasn't, if it isn't already happening already. And th- the worst thing about this is that <laughs> the Harden is—he's just a coach killer to some degree. I think because it's like, yeah, look, I'm doing everything I can. I'm back. I'm doing this, but there's certain plays that he doesn't make that don't help this team win. He his defensive effort is. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. You talk about all these plays that he crossed over on the Celtics for that. How many times did we just fast break on them, and he was just like, nah.
1: Nope, not today.
0: Just, no. Or
1: uh, in the, the, the Bucks game, just letting Grayson Allen go right behind him, right to the hoop. <laughs> National <laughs> champion, Grayson Allen, I'll remind you.
0: It was a great cut by Allen, but it was a, the head turn of Harden, who then, it was like he was watching the game, and then saw him cut, and then just didn't move, but his whole head rotated to watch it. And it was like, no, like, too who, late.
1: Whose guy is that?
0: It, it rough all right well that was the the last team i had written down here the only other team that we didn't get to that I don't, I don't really have much of a take on but sacramento's in the mix man there's there's stuff going on over there we'll keep that on the radar i don't really have much of a take on that yet i don't know if it's gonna work right i'm not entirely there's sold on keegan,
1: keegan murray looks like uh looks like the real deal that's great uh, that's my, my I rookie of the year prediction here all right
0: so it is october it is still football season. I think I'm going to wrap up the NBA talk for right now, and we're going to talk right. a little quick recap of some games last week, which was an ugly week of football. I think we had predicted that I wouldn't bet on any of these games. However, maybe I should have because I shouldn't. Have, I shouldn't have bet on these games. <laughs> I warned you. I I warned. You. These were death trap bets. These were ugly games. These weren't. This, I, I didn't. I told you this was bad. The worst about. Which, let's start with the ugly because this is this is an ugly week. The one that probably killed you the most was your freaking lock of the week, the Tampa Bay. I got bad news, man. We we're going to do our picks a little bit, but this isn't going to turn around next week either. This is awful. I don't entirely think it's fair to blame everything on Tom Brady, but I do think it's fair to say that this offense is just a punting offense. This isn't a first down offense. This isn't a red zone offense. This is a team that can't even put points on the board. And I, I got to start buying it, right? How many weeks in a row before this offense suddenly like, kicks in? Like, what's going to change? They have no running game. I didn't think Fournette was ever going to be, a, you know, Pro Bowl running back this year or anything. But I I thought he had a skill set that was better off than most teams. And I still kind of believe that. But the the way this team runs just doesn't work right now. And Brady has no time. And isn't shy about just throwing the ball away, and I don't blame him for it either. Why the hell am I going to take all these hits? It's we're we're first in the division. That's the other thing. Is they they still woke up today. They're first in their division. They're still online to make the playoffs because of that. This is bad.
1: Well, I'll start off, and I want to I want to apologize to to, to all the fans that have been following my lock of the week because it has been a very it it hasn't locked it hasn't locked anything. But this week I'm going to turn around. You know we're. You know, we're just getting to the to the buys. There's still a lot of season left. I'm, I'm gonna turn this around with plenty of time. But uh, no, the one that I uh, I lost the most on was the uh, the Broncos Jets. That's that's where uh, just I, I I thought maybe maybe a bad
0: no 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 hope for the Broncos. The, the team's a disaster. I don't really know what you're you're cutting in it. Right, he's gone. alright we'll we'll get back. The Broncos are a disaster. Russell Wilson did not play this past week. It wasn't Russell Wilson not playing wasn't the reason this team lost. It wasn't the reason this team didn't win. I actually thought they were better without Russell Wilson, and that's not good because they still only put up nine points and they did lose to the Jets. However, don't look now, man, but the New York Jets are five and two. This this is this is something here.
1: No, not buying it. Not into this. It's the worst because I said last week. That the New York team's the fool's gold. And then both teams won. I think the Giants in a little more fluky uh, fashion, but I, I still I think I think I have to double down at this point. I, I, I showed you the uh the the pictures of the bets I made, so I'm putting my money where my mouth is, and I, I think this and oh boy, did I did I spend a bunch of money. And then this week too in the uh in the picks, you were uh, you doubled your lead on me. I am I am in a deep hole, and it's it's getting it's getting real dark and real scary down there,
0: dude. I, I'm climbing the rankings in this. I I went from I think I was 13,000 rank in ESPN. I'm 6,463 right now, which I know is an extremely high number. But you know, <laughs> I just have a weekly podcast here. This is a
1: <laughs> I I'm like in like the hundred thousands now. I am falling apart. I'm I'm feeling I'm
0: feeling good. All right, I I. I, I'm I'm feeling good. This this week, this past week was actually a really hard week in terms of I. This past week was way harder than the past week, the weeks previously to this, and I think some of the weeks going forward. There's just a lot of ugly games, a lot of close games that I somehow got. A couple games I was nowhere near getting, or at least it didn't seem like I was nowhere near getting. Green Bay's bad. I'm done betting on them. That that's that's over. I have nothing else to say beyond that. Team is bad, and you should stop picking. Well, them. we
1: we went through last week and was looking at. Uh, I think it would have been back to back was uh, the, yeah, it was back to back. It was Packers at the commanders and Buccaneers at the Panthers, both of them coming off of uh, bad losses. And we said, there's, there's no way. And then Brady gets blown out. It's not even close. And I just thought for sure. In that Packers game, it was set up for a classic. All right. Aaron Rodgers is going to come down. He's, he's going to win this. Like one of these is going to work. And after that happened, you know, this is the, the the early slate This is even before later on. And just, you're looking at what's happening, mixing those, those New York teams. It's like, I don't even, football's confusing me right now.
0: Well, here's a more confusing thing. Which one of these teams is good and which one of these teams is not so good. Seattle whoops, puts a whooping on the chargers. Granted home game, not so much of a home game for LA over there, but, I don't think the Chargers are very good either. All right, how many weeks in a row do I have to buy into this offense and be like, well, "When is it going to happen?" Because I'd ra- I watch Gino on the other side. That there's an offense. There there's something happening over there. I'm buying into that. There there's Walker over there. The the running back blowing up for huge yards late. When is this Chargers offense going to suddenly click? When when is the we have so many running backs? You know we like all of these guys and we have a uh, you know Herbert you know tall Brady Brady-esque looking you know physique and he, he could throw the ball it's great we're gonna we're gonna be have all these wide receivers when what is this gonna happen
1: uh, i was listening to the ringer fantasy show earlier today and they brought up a really good point uh i might not have uh, picked up on it remember herbert got hit real hard in the ribs i think it was either i don't remember, i think it was week one week one or definitely you know in the first two weeks and remind us like when you get a rib injury at whatever level it is it doesn't heal during the season. All you're doing is managing the pain as best you can, and then in the offseason, you hope it'll actually heal. So I think Herbert is doing his best, but he's still not all the way fresh. And if you have some – it's hard enough to play quarterback. It's hard enough to play in the NFL. If there's anything that's just bringing you down a little bit, it, it makes it more difficult. And I, I – yeah, Walker is is the real deal. He, he he means business. And when you have someone that can run the ball like that, it just makes, makes the whole football, it makes offense way easier.
0: I'm I'm really in on Seattle. I was kind of little in, in the pregame and being like, ha-ha, look at Seattle win again." No, nah, Seattle's the real deal now. I think Seattle's out to, I think Seattle's out to kill, man. I really think they're going for it this year. I have no idea what the ceiling will be, but I think teams like the Chargers who are have maybe the expectation of of being successful. I don't know if I'm going to give them grant them the success, but I think there's a little middle-range teams Seattle is going to beat. And they may lose to the top dogs, but I think a lot of teams are going to lose to those top dogs. A lot of teams are going to lose to Kansas City. A lot of teams are going to lose to Buffalo. Seattle probably still loses oh, to them. yeah. <laughs> but I think they're going to be able to be in games and compete with just about everyone else. I wouldn't put anyone else that much farther ahead of Seattle. I mean, do you really think these these Giants and Jets teams are that much better in Seattle? No. Okay, yeah. So, the, see, a that, Dallas? No. like The Eagles, maybe, but not like significantly better. Not like the Chiefs and Buffalo better.
1: I still think Dallas Dallas is good. I I, I don't think the win against the Lions didn't really move the needle so much. But when I I, I said it last week that I thought they were that they were good. You you were that they weren't good. But I, I think they're I think they're good. But this this week really didn't really didn't move it more of like oh no they're even they're even better than I thought last week because they won twenty four to six at home against the Lions. All
0: right, two more games I want to get into real quick here. Kansas City Chiefs take care of business over there against the Niners. The Niners did make a trade. I love the trade. I didn't work out so well. You know, it's kind of a rude awakening to say hey your first game is tomorrow and it's against Kansas City. Good <laughs> luck. But Christian McCaffrey is now a member of the San Francisco Forty ers I imagine they'll have a hell of a lot more success going forward than they did this past week. I I think even if McCaffrey was there all week, this probably plays out the same way. But I think this is a real real nice move for for the Niners. I like that they're always a team that how can we make life so easy easier on Jimmy? Let's just get him people that can get the ball to and get out of the way for. We can run a whole bunch of screens and different types of plays with. I think it opens a lot of flexibility. I, I also think the combination of the backs that they managed to keep throughout the trade here, I know they have a ton of injuries, but I'm shocked that Carolina didn't want any of the running backs that are injured or just on the roster of the Niners here, because I think the combo of whatever group manages to get healthy and get back on the field of there, plus McCaffrey, plus all the wide receivers out there that can really put together a really nice offense. Eventually here, Jimmy is for sure. The, the ceiling is we've reached it. This is it. I don't, <laughs> I don't think it's ever going to get any better, but I still think it's good enough. I still think it's good enough. It, it's it's going to go far in the playoffs. I still like this team a lot more than others they're just not going to beat the the chiefs and they're probably not going to beat Buffalo either. Um, Any, any thoughts on the McCaffrey edition though?
1: It was definitely a surprise. Uh, We really don't see a lot of big trades in the NFL in general. And really during the season, I was going back and forth with you. I think the last one was, was Trent Richardson when he got traded. Uh, But you, you, you rarely see this in season. It was for, uh, a second, a third, and a fourth in 2023, and a fifth in uh, 2020. Yeah, that's 2023 and a fifth in 2024. Definitely looked weird seeing McCaffrey in a in a red jersey. You know, his whole career in, in Carolina. Very, very different color scheme. Uh, as a proud uh, McCaffrey owner, was not thrilled because it meant this week. Like you were saying, it's like one, you got to play the Chiefs, and two, football's hard enough, and here you're trying like midweek Fly across the country and meet everybody new. Said you know that the was it the day before something. Got playbook, so he got the playbooks. He got out of the plane.
0: He got out of the plane. He didn't get the playbooks on the plane.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like he's really good, but it's a lot different from basketball, where you know there's some basic plays you can run, and you can just go like, hey, this is kind of what we're doing with football. There's a lot of script and a lot of you need to know what's going on both for you, like your own safety and, you know, the people around you safety, not just the success of how we're going to score. Uh, so I'm hoping that it leads to, uh, you know, in a more potent offense, but I, I, I'm not sure. I know in the past, he's just been on bad Carolina Panthers teams where it's been, whoa, McCaffrey, 24 fantasy points. And, you know, and the Panthers lose 24 to seven. So uh, I'm hoping he can continue at a, uh, to be an elite player.
0: I think he's going to be fine. I think he'll be fine. I think he's going be better off than he, he would have been in Carolina. I also think Carolina's better off without him, too. There, there's some newfound gold over there that, that the momentum, you know, just go with it, man. Just 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 roll with it. So I, I, I kind of like that. We'll talk a little bit more about that in our picks in just a second. I just wanted to make one last shout-out. I'd be remiss to not mention that Joe Burrow was awesome this past week and just had every fantasy advantage point you could have possibly made. He scored this past week. So that, that happened. Big points for him. That offense looks like it's back on a roll. I know it's just Atlanta, but there's something about it. They they had that magic last year, and we saw it all on, presence, on, the, on in the presence of this past week. Just Boyd and Chase and everything just going their way, running, throwing, all of it, points, points, points. So perhaps since he is back, I, I enjoyed the Joe Burrow show. It was great to have him as my fantasy quarterback this past week. However, I did not win either of the matchups. He had 45 points, and I still lost. I generally you could assume 20 points out of your quarterback is a pretty decent week. I got 45, which is maybe enough for two quarterbacks and I still didn't win. So uh wasn't Joe's fault though. I just just want to put that on the record here, but I I'm just a sad fantasy manager that somehow <laughs> got lucky with the the lottery ticket of Joe this past week and I threw it away. Uh all right, you ready to make some picks? I'm ready to go. All right, this is a rough one. This is I this I mentioned earlier that you think Tom's having a bad week? Wait wait till this Thursday comes up because it's already here. We're we're, we're back at it. Their home game, it's Baltimore Ravens at Tampa Bay. I don't like this for Tom. I, I already heard jokes all over the place that they're like, "Oh, Tom can't wait to have Saturday and Sunday off. He's going to the Bahamas." He's just like excited to have Thursday and get it all out of the way this week. Uh he he might be and they might all need a little vacation here cuz this, this is going to be rough. I I'm, I'm taking Baltimore They haven't looked great. Lamar's been a little sloppy, but not nearly as sloppy and not nearly as bad as Tampa Bay has looked the last couple weeks. So who am I supposed to buy right now? On paper, yeah, I really like Tampa. I I still think that they are the better team here, but I haven't seen it. And I'm supposed to buy it now based on what? It's a prediction I had seven weeks ago? I'm going in on uh, on Baltimore. I don't think they're going to be able to stop Lamar. I think he's got just enough. Uh, Shout out to Bateman. I think he'll have a huge play at some point here. Hopefully he's healthy and ready to go. Uh, Who are you going with?
1: I am also going with Baltimore, but I think it's it's tricky when you think about Lamar because like, oh yeah, Lamar, awesome. He has not really been so awesome the the past few weeks. He had those monster weeks, and so I, I knew it was going to come back down to earth. But it has come crashing back down to earth. Where I haven't made a move, but there's definitely been a like should should I be making a contingency plan here? Like, why is he not running more and getting getting more 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 points? But I agree with what you're saying on. What what Tampa Bay is bringing, and at at a certain point, you kind of have to change your mind on what your expectations are. Uh, One thing we we didn't mention when we were talking about Tampa Bay earlier was very early on. I mean, if it wasn't the first drive, it was for sure in in the first quarter. Mike Evans drops a wide open touchdown, and it's hard to do the well. If he does that, then they're ahead and things change, but. I, I, it's just one of those when you see that right on the first drive, I think it's got to have a demoralizing uh, effect. So I don't think they're going to roll over on this Thursday night, but I, I, maybe it's even better. You, you know, when when you lose a game, sometimes you're, you, it's not a I want to push this off. It's like I want to play as soon as possible because that was embarrassing and that was not fun. I want to I want to change this around. So I think it'll be a close game, but I'm sticking with the Ravens
0: uh shout out to gus edwards apparently he's the only valued back on baltimore Com- comes back like hey i might play this week too i'm starting this week and we're not giving the ball to anyone else ever again <laughs> it's my job weird weird scenario I, you know what i knew they liked him but i didn't think that they liked him more than everyone else that much it it, it was almost like the second coming Then he came in it was like oh look he's back we're doing this this is all happening and suddenly he's got two touchdowns and they're like yeah we've been missing him the whole time we knew this was gonna happen it's like did we I, I I'm I'm not sure on that. I also I got a little Amazon Prime beef right now too. I I got issues with Thursday. Oh. All right. So this is this is this is a All right. This, this is just a take. This isn't great. I there's one improvement I want to happen in my life across technology and it's if we're going to be doing these streaming network things and 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 you're not going to be able to channel switch basically like jump back and forth, we have to have TVs that have faster input changes. Because it takes forever to switch from Input 1 to HDMI 2 to wh- whatever. Because when you're watching this game on Thursday, which the last couple of Thursdays have been as boring as ever, I couldn't su- – like, There's anyone who's ever thought football's boring has only watched Thursday games probably. Like that, That's the game that you fall asleep to. That's the game where nothing ever happens. You're like, why are there so many commercial breaks? Why doesn't anybody ever score on these games? So you, you know what? You should have an alternative. It's basketball season right now. You should have a channel switch. Now, if you're on the Amazon Prime thing, man, it's a whole extra th- – that's that's extra step there because you're you're on a whole different service. You, there isn't another channel. This is the only channel. You have to exit out of it, open up something else, or or switch the input on on the TV. I, I just just a uh, it's a it's a flaw that I I hadn't really thought of that is for sure a real thing that's happening now because these Thursday games have been unwatchable and it's gonna be a problem this coming Thursday too because I don't think this game's gonna be very watchable. It's, this is gonna sell so well it's gonna be like oh Lamar versus Tom and it's gonna be three three at the end of the half. It's going to be 9-3 at the end of the game. It's going to be bad. I have I have low expectations for the game, and I got I got problems with the way the system's working right now.
1: Uh, any comments on any of that? <laughs> I would love to just come in over the top and be like, oh, Will, this is the biggest uh, problem you have in your life right now, that your input doesn't switch fast enough. But I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Where My TV could do a million things so fast. Traditionally traditionally yeah on, on tv it's like hey this game's on you know NBC. this one's on espn and it's just like the back button and it is instant and the all right well now i want to go yeah like you said like, okay i got one input for amazon and i got another input for for the chromecast or for you know for the the other app of just how can i switch back and forth fast like at, at a reasonable reasonable speed not when i switch over and i finally make it over that it reloads it's like no no it's already going it's already ready to go
0: My my tv has an infinite amount of features all right Dolby surround you know gaming all, all all of this technology and all of that and yet it's it's like 10 seconds to switch from input 1 to input 2 that,
1: that's why we can't be the only ones especially on on Thursday of there there there's basketball and there's football on it's different sports and we're going to want to toggle between the two of
0: them I, i'm more of just putting an emphasis on i think i need more people on my side to start complaining to these tv manufacturers that yes i'm very happy with the resolution but i wish it would just switch in today's date <laughs> from one thing to another <laughs> I, I just just a little push for that all right because i i know tvs are far more affordable than they've ever been they do far more things than you've ever thought they would ever do and they're flat and they're light now they're easy to move around we've advanced so far in everything I, just, I want this little advancement to happen here. I don't think I'm asking for much. I guarantee any engineer on a TV is like, oh, I never thought that was a big deal. Like, who who can't wait? It's like, yeah, all right, well, you, you just, just the little things here. All right, moving on to the next game. <laughs> uh are we back in London this week? Or where are we? We're, we're somewhere else. Are we not in London? Uh, I think it's Germany,
1: but yeah. it's still uh, 9.30. Start, all
0: right, n- 9.30, so. 9.30 start. Get your lineup set. You'll have the Denver, Denver Broncos versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both these teams, I'm sure, are very happy to be out of the country and not their fan base. I don't think either of them are very pleased with what's going on right now. That being said, I don't know who's going to win this ugly game. I wouldn't bet this game. I wouldn't watch this game. You can sleep in. Just make sure your lineup's set. I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I kind of liked what Denver had a little bit with the without Russ, but I liked what uh, ETN was doing a little bit. That seems to have even figured out a little bit with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I mean, if Lawrence could just take care of the ball, this, is, this game's going to take one touchdown to win. If you can just take care of the ball, whatever team gets the one touchdown and doesn't turn the ball over is going to win this game. I don't think either team's capable of doing that, but that's that's the easy way I would look at this. Uh, I'll take Jacksonville. Who are you going with?
1: I am also going with Jacksonville. I think uh, this is a great a great breakfast game. If you're really into football and you want some football, you can have some. But if you are in the, you know what, I would like to pretend this is just a normal Sunday and there's no football on right now. I don't think you're going to uh, miss too much, and you can always check in for the for the very end. But yes, i'm going with with jacksonville i think denver is going to be running out uh repian again because i don't think that uh uh wilson's coming back for for a little bit because it's a torn torn uh hammy or just a it's definitely, definitely a hamstring injury and those don't really heal right away and it wasn't like he was killing it before so i think it might be uh might might be a little, a little while before he's back
0: wait you think they're gonna rush him back why we're well, rushing back for what so he can do what nothing he's done i don't think he's yeah that's what that's what i'm saying i don't think he's gonna play again this year
1: oh interesting i'm taking a look here that game is on espn plus did not know that
0: did not know that all right yeah so that's gonna be a fun hiccup in the morning for everyone yep, uh next yeah. next game carolina panthers versus the atlanta falcons i kind of like this newfound love in atlanta here i i think there was a <laughs> it's easy to say this now after they they beat a really struggling Tampa team where they're like you know there's a lot of guys you're waiting for opportunity you know they were just all kind of in line behind McCaffrey it's like yeah well if you're really better than McCaffrey we would have we would have played you you know like it's, it's pretty easy <laughs> it's just you weren't McCaffrey was hurt for how many years you know this is the Hubbard guy is, has gotten his run right <laughs> McCaffrey's been hurt for two years in a row I was more impressed with the Foreman guy and I, and I just like the newfound energy here and I'm, I'm gonna roll with it I'm gonna take Carolina over Atlanta, I don't think Atlanta is the overthreatening here. here. is fully capable of that, too. I just think they're in a bit of a funk, uh, certainly a an up-and-down season where they've, they've had some games that they haven't been in. But I'm going to go with the hotter team, I suppose, at the moment here. I'll take the Carolina Panthers on the road.
1: Who you got? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Did you do it, <laughs> I, too? I am going with the Falcons, and this is my lock of the week. I think Carolina used all of their magic last week in the Christian got – traded this is weird and this will be their back to earth we're not really a very good football team uh we don't really know who our quarterback is we don't really have a future and the Falcons are just a tiny bit better and yeah lock of the week Way I to go you Falcons. Know,
0: can I just remind you one more time it's the 91 99.3 percentile our uh my picks here just just one more <laughs> that, that's what I say. and you're throwing Soon out you locks you're just throwing out locks <laughs> oh man why did you do the next game as a lock all right it's the bears at dallas what's wrong with this this is i haven't even seen the bears play tonight i don't you know i don't have a good feel for them but you had a better feel for the oh man that's all right well i'm not gonna lock it either because i haven't seen what the bears could do i still think fields has some magic in him of of winning just an impossible game of saying you know what screw it i'm just gonna run for my life and try and catch me And, and he does some kyler murray stuff and Steals a game you never thought he would steal. I I still think there's a chance for that happening. I I wouldn't bet on it, but it it may happen one of these nights. I hope it doesn't happen against the Patriots tonight. I don't expect that. I I predicted them not to score tonight. I I got zero on the board for Chicago at the end of the game for tonight. I don't think it's going to get any better to the following week here. I like the Dallas team, and unfortunately that defense is really good. Micah Parsons may end fields. He's going to run for his life, but this is a guy that's (laughs) actually going to catch him. So I'll take Dallas this week. I'm not going to lock it, but it's a it's a possibility of a lock. It's a better lock than Atlanta, I'll say that. Uh who you got? Their,
1: their defense is their defense is really good. Yeah, I'm I said I said before, I think I think Dallas is good. I'm going with Dallas.
0: All right, next game, Miami Dolphins at the Detroit Lions. Not very impressed by Tua. It looked like they had one successful drive and then that was it. That was actually it for everyone in the game. That was just the end of scoring. We're just going to Have good first quarters, get everyone to tune in and watch, and then not reward them with a good finale. It's just, it's awful TV. It's modern day TV. It's not fun TV. All that being said, I can't bet on Detroit. I can't, I can't pick Detroit. They're one in five. They're going in the wrong direction. The defense supposedly is really bad and will give up a whole bunch. I completely whiffed on my rookie of the year prediction over there. Uh, was that with the Hutchinson? I don't I maybe it's a group thing, maybe it's just him. I don't know. It seems to not be working very well. I'll go with Miami. Hopefully Tua can build some confidence because I am trying to have a fantasy quarterback that can score over 15 points for once. He can't do that and I'm, I'm my options are getting rough, man. I'm I'm looking at Heineke. We're going to talk later about it, but it's it's oh, it,
1: boy. it's getting
0: we're there. <laughs> we're at the bottom of the barrel, man. You want to know what's left? There's nothing. Uh who you got this
1: week? Miami at Detroit. I'm going with the with the Dolphins. I think another uh another Game belt for Fertua, you putting you know, the injury behind him, I think that'll be be good, and I just don't think the Detroit Lions are very good.
0: Yeah, it's very, that that one I think we, we can agree on. All right, trap game here coming up next. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the Minnesota Vikings. Vikings are 5-1, and one, and yet nobody, I think, treats them as a 5-1 and one team. They don't feel like a real deal. I, I think they're very beatable. I've been very low on the Arizona Cardinals. However, they have reached the point where Hopkins is back. I don't know if that means a whole lot for this team, but for some reason I'm putting in a lot of value on there. I also think they might have found something in the – is it Eno, Eno? Have we figured out how to pronounce the, the running back here yet? Ben, Benjamin, is that I
1: I am not sure.
0: Not sure either. We'll find that out. Maybe we'll learn his game, his name this week after he has a big game against Minnesota on the road. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I don't feel good about it. This is one of those where the fool's gold of, of your – Giants pick and Jets picks of the past week. This is what I'm doing here. I'm basically just not buying Minnesota and saying that Kyler's gonna win an ugly game here. Could be completely wrong, and I would, wouldn't even blame you if you picked against me, but who you got?
1: I am going with the Vikings.
0: Man, Kurt I, Cousins. They
1: five and one. There's there's something there. I I I, I just don't think the you know the Cardinals have have shown enough. They they're playing on a, on a on a Thursday night against the Saints team that you know isn't isn't, isn't the greatest. Even though I, I picked them to win, uh, and I think the the Vikings at home, they're, until until they show me that they're not good, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep rolling with them.
0: I really should have picked the Vikings. That may be something I adjust later in the week. I haven't made any adjustments so far. Later in the week, it hasn't really felt like I need to. Until I have a terrible week, that's the only time I'm going to start tinkering. And that's where it all just falls apart. I just start tinkering all, all late, late, late games, Sundays, you know, 1 o'clock. I'm like, oh, maybe the 4 o'clock game will do this. Uh, we'll see. All right, next game, wouldn't bet on this, wouldn't watch this. Sorry, we have to pick this. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders at the New Orleans Saints. You talked about the Saints being your pick of previous weeks. This is this is not a good one here. This is not a good team. I don't know where they're going. Kamara seems a little lost, and yet somehow is getting enough touches to do something in fantasy. But... Quarterback situation's a mess. I don't know if their solutions for the quarterback is ever going to change. There's, you know, option B and option B and option C, which is also a tight end. None of them are great. <laughs> and then you got the other side of the Raiders here that I I, I thought this is one of the worst teams in the league. I claimed them as being one of the worst teams in the league, and then they kind of had a decent week last week. So. Again, I'm riding a one-week momentum wave here, and I'm going to pick the Raiders. I don't feel great about it, but I don't feel great about picking the Saints either. So I the Raiders, I think, are still trying to save this season. The Saints, I, I don't see them trying to save the season. They, they're going to have to win this week if they want to save the season, but
1: I don't think they're capable of it. So I'll go with the Raiders. Who you got? I'm also going to go with the Raiders. I think the Raiders can actually – control whether they can change their season. I think the saints are just kind of at the mercy of the, the other teams. So locking the Raiders, they'll, they'll figure it out. Oh, did you see um, Devontae Adams leaving the field uh, on Sunday?
0: No, I didn't waste. He didn't make a lot of red zone appearances.
1: Yeah. He, uh, he, he very gingerly made sure to pass all of the people on his way out this time. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you the video if I can find it.
0: Ah, uh, that's, you know what though? That's on him. Like this, this could be a joke we could make every week for the rest of his career, and it's on him. It's not. Yeah, I ran right in front of him. Do you really blame you? Are you blaming the other guy? It doesn't matter. All right, it, it, it. We're moving on. It. it shouldn't really it have an accident. It. It's fine. All right. Hopefully, we don't have an accident next week. Here, New England Patriots at the New York Jets. Jets are five and two. Hopefully, hopefully, we'll be four and three if we take care of Chicago tonight. There's no way I can pick the Jets. There's no way I can't. I can't see it, and I think they just lost their, their running back. I will say I do like Michael Carter though. If you if you got him in fantasy, I I don't think if you're a Reese Hall owner, there isn't gonna be much of a drop off. I I think the team will do just fine, and it it is a true loss though. The Hall though is a rookie, young young guy. Either way, ACL that's not great. Uh, I'll take the Patriots. I can't pick the Jets. The Jets the Jets are fully capable though. I think this will be a good game. It'll be a better game than you'll see tonight out of the Bears. Uh, you're a lock for the the Patriots though, right? Give me the Patriots. Every week. You, you know that one's coming.
1: Mac Jones, Zappy, doesn't matter. Give me give me the Pats.
0: Yeah. Who do you think started tonight? Mac. Yeah, I think so too. Have they announced
1: that? I haven't seen it. So they said it
0: was It said it was gonna be a game time decision, which was weird. I think it's That's... more of a X's and O's of let's screw up with the other team so they have to prepare for both and then we internally know that Mac practiced this week, so I, I think that's the green light that he's going to play. But let's just play with them a little bit longer, and that's fine. That seems like a Belichick move. It seems to have given us somewhat of an advantage.
1: Yeah, All it right. seems like Mac Jones is going to start. I got to imagine that it's not so much the, like, hey, we're trying to mess with them as so much as, like, you you know, an ankle injury. It's like when you're warming up, you, you can feel pretty quickly, like, this is going to work, or no, no, this isn't going to work.
0: I think Mac will play in a boot if he has to. I think he'd rather do that than give Zappy the chance to play the Bears tonight and look awesome. So that's what I expect. Even if Mac looks terrible tonight, I think he's going to do everything he can to get on the field. He just needs to get on, get the win, and will be fine. Uh, we'll win with either quarterback. I'm, I'm worried that if Mac rushes back and then plays bad, that that's going to just be the end of Mac, and that's that's a weird story to go down. I didn't expect to do that this year, and we are where we are. We're somehow a good team, and we have a little con- quarterback controversy. Possibly this is this is new ground for the Patriots. <laughs> Uh, next game, Philadelphia, Ste- or Philadelphia, Ste- Pittsburgh Steelers at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles, six and zero, coming off a bye week. This seems like a lock, right? This should be a lock, right? You don't want to ride the momentum with the Pittsburgh
1: of last week. I've, I've already, I've already used my locks, and I feel like I've been using real obvious locks, and so that's why I had to mix it up. Got, I got to get back in the win column, especially in my locks. They can't, they got to be locks. They can't just be whatever the opposite of a lock is.
0: I'm taking the Steelers. I think they found something in picket last week. I think this is going to be a trap game where Philly is going to come walking in off this bye thinking this is no problem, whatever, let's do this. And they're going to get smacked around by some young guns over here. It's, it's going to be a, a, a turn of the century. You, you just, you just, you're going to, when I get this one wrong, though, it's wow. gonna be fine. I'm just trying to make the, the, the podcast bracket a little closer. You know, I'm trying to give you something here. I'm assuming you're well, going with Philly then. I see
1: this coming. I am for sure going with Philly. 6-0 coming off a bye going against... The Steelers, the the yep. era is over, man. All right, it's it's we're on we're on to something
0: new. Tomlin knows what he's doing. I I'm I'm trusting Tomlin. He's gonna out coach this. He's gonna coach a win out of this. All right, <laughs> they're giving me seven seven percent of people have picked with me. All right, I, I'm I'm with the majority. Uh, next oh, game, boy. Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Houston really let me down last week. Houston did this thing where they kind of stayed in the game for about three quarters, and I think it's like 24-21. and then they just stopped. The fourth quarter was just like, yeah, we're, we're just going to pack it up. We're just going to walk to the locker room. We'll let the other team stay out there. They can have a couple more points, and they can run it up on us. We're 1-4-1, and, and that's pretty much where our season's going to be. I was I was real disappointed that I picked them last week, and they, they let me down like that because they put up some points. They were competitive in the game. It wasn't a blowout uh, until the fourth quarter. Uh, that being said, I can't pick them again. Tennessee looks a little bit more consistent, a little bit more reliable. I think there's something to be said about this team being Kind of the same team that they've had over the past couple of years there's a there's a familiarity with one another that I don't think every other team has the advantage of having I don't know how I don't know how football chemistry translates long term but it's gonna translate this week over Houston.
1: Uh, I'll take Tennessee who you got. give me Houston at home this is my this is my wonky I, I gotta pick different so this this is where I'm going Wow.
0: I'd rather I'd rather my Pittsburgh pick over the undefeated. I, I feel like Philly needs is gonna want to lose, and nobody wants to lose, but I don't think anybody desires the undefeated season. It, it's unneeded pressure. It, it's fine. They'll be six and one. Fluke game. All not right,
1: to the, not to the Steelers, not at home.
0: All right, this may be my starting quarterback next week here. Washington Commanders at the Indianapolis Colts. Matt Ryan goes down. Heineke is in for Washington. I'm going to take Washington here. Give me Brian Robinson, Heineke Are going all over the place. I have no trust in the Colts. There's a very likely chance that Matt Ryan has not been very good for the Colts, and that whoever comes in will just be immediately better. Until that happens, I'm, I'm sticking with Washington because I, I don't even. Dude, who's who's even up next? Who's even the backup for them? It, it's some other guy. I don't even know his name. I actually don't even know how to pronounce his name because I saw it on the bottom line.
1: Yeah, you're I'm Sam a sh- Ellinger, and he's 2021. Uh, 2021- uh, fourth-round draft pick, Uh, but that's who I'm rolling with. Oh, man, you're going
0: to have a chance to make up some ground now. I'm, I'm picking some bad teams here. I, I just think Heineke is going to play for his life like he's going to win. I think Scary Terry is going to be great, and they seem to have a, a chemistry there. I heard rumors that this is actually the, the quarterback that the coach wanted to start and that the GM did the Wentz thing all on his own. So we'll see if that offense is able to get back on track in Washington over there. Next game, San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Rams having an up-and-down year, certainly not buying into that offense. San Francisco with the McCaffrey trade I'm very excited about, but they did look a little – they didn't look great last week against Tampa, but – or not Tampa, against the uh, Kansas City. Kansas City's a really good team. I think most teams would look the way they looked against them. So I'm going to stay with the Niners on this. Uh, don't have a lot of love for the Rams. You going to roll with Jimmy G on the road?
1: Rolling with McCaffrey on the road, going with the Niners.
0: I love that it's McCaffrey's team already. This is great. Congrats, Jimmy. You have someone else's face to be plastered over you. Uh, <laughs> next game, New York Giants at the Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks are hungry. They are ready. They are competitive. This is the week where they're going to suddenly gain a lot of respect, where they're going to beat the 6-1 Giants. So I'm rolling with Seattle. This is going to feel like a tall feat that is not going to be that much of a feat. Daniel Jones is going to throw so many interceptions. That, that, that crowd is going to be so loud. I'm. I mean, I'm in, in Seattle. I think they're competitive. I think Peril, Pete Carroll's uh, capable of coaching everybody in this one. So I'll. I'll go with that. Giants have been solid and consistent, but I'm going with Seattle on the road or at home. Who you got?
1: I'm also going with Seattle. I'm. I. am i Double i think I just have to go against the New York teams and just either either ride to victory or sink with the with the ship. Uh, oh man. You know, this isn't Warren's even that great. So close. <laughs> So close to tie, or to winning that game. That, what was the guy? A half a yard in the air when he caught that ball. And Giants did a great job to, to to stuff him back in. But we don't get much closer than that.
0: Look, Saquon looks great. There's a possibility he just controls this entire game. But there's still a factor that Daniel Jones is going to have to make a play at some point. And it seems like every time he has to do that, it doesn't go the way they hope it would. So I, I don't see that changing. I'm confused on how Daniel Jones has managed to keep his job. It's because they're 6-1. and one. It's just this is the worst quarterback of, for a six and one team I think I've ever seen. It's it's bad. It's not great. I'll roll with Gino all day on the other team. All right, uh, Green Bay Packers at the Buffalo Bills. The Packers are terrible. There's nothing you need to know beyond that. Buffalo's awesome. Shortest shortest summary ever. Buffalo by a lot. Lock it in.
1: Buffalo coming off the bye week. Give me Buffalo.
0: Man, you didn't want this one for a lock. What was wrong with this one? Would you think Rogers is going to suddenly wake it's up? It's too
1: obvious. The past couple of weeks, I picked the obvious one that was like, "Oh, this is for sure." This, everybody knows this one, and it's gone against me. So I had to pick one that didn't. It was not so high profile. The you know the you know the robot overlords might be listening, so I got to make it you know a little trickier.
0: The robot overlords are only shifting the line. They're not shifting the result.
1: <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I just, you know, I'm trying to be careful. All right, last game of the week here, Cincinnati
0: Bengals at the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland is Cleveland. Joe Burrow put up a ton of points last week. I think he's going to put up even more this week. Cleveland's Cleveland season, this is it, man. This is the week. This is this is the one where it's like, if, if we're going to get by with Brissett, you got to win this week, and I don't think they can do it. I also think Cincy – is found its groove back a little bit. and You may see that Super Bowl-esque kind of performance by them, and I think that's a really good team. We haven't seen it a whole lot this year. We saw it a little bit last week. I think you'll see even more of it this week, and that was a really good football team. They went to the Super Bowl last year, and I haven't seen a really good football team from Cleveland since maybe week one and two, and it's just weird. I, the, the, there's there's like a discomfort, I think, with Brissette at this point where they're like, hey, we have these awesome running backs. we got a couple of wide receivers, but we're very capped and very limited by – the, the offense at this point. So I I can't pick them. I can't imagine you're picking them. Who you got this week?
1: I will also be going with the, the the Bengals. Uh did you happen to notice uh Bengals versus Browns, two orange and black teams pretty much going each other against each other on Halloween?
0: Oh, wow. Did not notice that. You think yeah. anybody put any strategy into that?
1: I have no idea, but it was just something something to, uh, you know, keep your eye out on. Uh this one was one just the Browns uh, I'd like to think at some point they're going to, you know, kind of put something together. But the way that uh, Burrow played last week, the uh, part of my take guys uh, mentioned it, and it was usually more uh, to do, do with Brady, but was the, you know, when you're watching the game and Burrow and Chase are just going off and you bet on the Browns, you're going to feel way worse than if you bet, you know, the the, the reverse. So I just, you know, I, I don't want to feel like an idiot, where, you know, picking the Browns, trying to get cute when Burrow and Chase are just celebrating their third touchdown in the in the first half.
0: Man, we went way over on time today, so I'm gonna start playing the outro music here. That's our picks for the week. Make sure you get yours in if you're playing along with us. You got a long way to go if you want to catch up to me, but you know, Zach's making it pretty easy. I think a couple people have actually already passed him. Uh, I'm
1: slipping, so I gotta get my act together.
0: You know, just hold on to column B. You'll either sink or you'll climb back up to the top and catch me. Uh, tough one, though, man. These are hard ones to catch up on. Uh, that being said i want to spend as little time as possible talking about baseball there is a world series event happening the two teams are submitted it will be the phillies versus the astros i think i got a new take on baseball i think i'm pro cheating i think i'm only interested in baseball when there's cheating going on <laughs> just
1: the cheating, just cheating.
0: I'm, I'm just in on that so i like this i like this accusation of proven cheating and yet proven success now with the astros who are allegedly not cheating I kinda of just root for the chaos of it. I also like the idea that they have essentially lost a World Series that all right, they they won one and then society kinda of took it away because they, they cheated. They legit cheated. And now here they're back with an opportunity to get one more. I have no rooting interest in this. I don't have a whole lot. I, I thought the Yankees actually had a really great year and Judge was a great Yankee. I, that's about as nice thing as I can say. Alright, well, give it give us a little bit about baseball. You wrote you told me to write it down. What do you want? You can have as much time as you want, I'll loop just- the music.
1: I, I just wanted wanted to own up to it. Yankees got swept. It was a rough weekend uh, all, all around. Uh, so, you know, I feel like you know, I, I we don't talk about baseball a ton, but you know, when the Yankees were going we're going hot, I you know I mentioned it, and if they'd won the World Series, I would have brought it up. So, I think it's only fair as a sports fan when your team you know loses in that fashion, and your team's supposed to be really good at hitting the baseball out of the park, and they don't do it nearly enough. Just gotta gotta own it, and you know now baseball season's over. So, moving on.
0: Yeah, move it on. It's fine. Baseball is baseball. It's, it's, they're going to have played a million games to come down to one game and five games and then seven games. And then they play in cold weather that they don't play in the rest of the year. It's, it makes a lot of sense. It's baseball. Um, what does make sense is that we will be back next Monday with our picks and everything. Hopefully a little bit more basketball talk and hopefully a little bit more positive Celtics talk. Great start with that. Let's go Pats tonight. Anything else you want to add to the people out there? Go pets. Go pets.
1: Little column A, little
0: column B.